listening to the Ice Prep Podcast. Here's your hosts, Brian and Pat. Welcome, everyone, to Ice Prep Podcast on a fun week where we get to record it on a Wednesday night instead of a Thursday night. Cause, Wednesday. Because I have a final on Thursday, so no yeah. podcasting for me or hockey of any sort. Yeah. Speaking of Wednesday, have you seen, have you watched the Wednesday show? I have no? not. My wife binged it, I honestly think, in like a day, if that. Yeah, um, it's easy to do. Yeah, she was like, uh, can I watch it if you're around? I was like, yeah, I put my headphones on and I was playing, or I put my earbuds in. I was playing the new Pokemon game on the Switch. I was like, you have fun. The kids are asleep. <laughs> so, no, to answer your question, long-windedly, I have not seen it yet. Okay. A lot of Harry Potter vibes. Like, I was watching it and I was just like, ah, this is like the Coles notes of all of Harry Potter. Okay. It was good, though. I enjoyed it. Hey, Anyways, that's that's, that's all you can unrelated. ask for, right, is, is good. Yeah, you know, and whether or not it was good or not, I was entertained. And that's really what matters. Like, I don't care if something's good. If it's entertaining to me, sweet. Yeah, I will say this about Netflix. They're good at making entertaining. It may not be the best thing you've ever watched, but you're like, I was entertained. Yeah. Another one I actually I, I started and finished really fast was White Lotus. A lot of people were talking about it. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like that. And I then, don't know what that uh, one is. And then, yeah, no, Zoe and I, we sat down and then it was just like, oh, oh, okay. And then I think it was like three days and we were caught up on two seasons. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wild. It, like, it is a show, like it's won uh, nominations. Jennifer Coolidge is oh, okay, yeah, probably. The second, Matt, I look to see Jennifer Coolidge in it, Aubrey Plaza, two yeah. of the, the big names. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. It's probably one of the best there's a moment in that show that is by far one of the best moments I have ever seen in television with a person firing a gun. I have never wow. laughed so hard. <laughs> that is an interesting teaser in a way that I may actually have to go looking for that. That will literally be the last episode of season two. So, <laughs> <laughs> A little it's bit a of ways to, to go. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, that is unrelated. Uh, but yeah, if you if, if you like white, if you like uh, sort of psychological, uh, stressful TV, that's a great <laughs> show. It's it's fantastic. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. I didn't think I would enjoy it, and boy, did I enjoy it. So it's the perfect show for Leaf fans because their team likes to psychologically torture them. I guess, but like, are they now? <laughs> like. They're winning, and like when they lose games, it's like, oh well, you know, they Here, lost. Here's the thing, Pat. They've done this exact same thing the last like three years. They are gaslighting their fan base in like the exact same way that they have the last couple of years. Last year, it was in November with Jack Campbell, and they had this impeccable streak. They had yeah. the best November ever until the Devils topped it this year. Now the Devils are kind of guy. Um, by the way, ever since I wore my Devils sweater on the podcast. And I was proudly drinking from my Devil's Cup. The Devils have had a losing record. So it's your fault. Okay. It is 100% my fault. But yeah, anyway. That's really the, good to hear. Leaf fans, like you, uh, co-workers that are Leaf fans, they're like, I don't want to get happy about this because even they can't help but joke about being like, got to make it out of the first round before any of this matters. Like, they're so, so apathetic about it now. 
Yeah, they are apathetic, and I don't blame them. I mean, when you look at the standings, they're, what, second place? But also, oh, sorry, third placed, but Boston and New Jersey are in the East. So they've got two (laughs) teams in front of them that are from the same division. So it's like, okay, you know, be a little apathetic to what's happening. I get that. I understand the apathy and like, okay, that's all well and good, but you've got to do something in the playoffs. Colorado had the same thing for the not nearly as long, obviously, and I'm not trying to relate it to that, but you know, they get to the first round out, first round out, second round. Yay. They made it. And they're out injury, 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 injury. Um, but I don't know. They've got a, obviously, a, I think an okay goalie tandem. They're only like one in three in the league. I was going to say percentage statistically so. right now, the Leafs have the best goalie tandem in the league, which is something that I can't remember saying for quite some time. And it's not like, yeah, the sample size is nine games. Mind you, they've played, what, 30 on the year. So nine games for each goalie. That's still a fairly half decent sample size um mm-hmm. well and you look at Shalgren and he didn't play terrible he's still young he's still getting his footing in the nhl so if one of those two goaltenders goes down in the playoffs or just before your backup is still decently reliable is the i think the best way to explain it if your backup is coming good. in and can play 500 hockey for you that's Beauty. more than you can ask for. And right now, that's kind of what they would get with their backup. But they, it, the Leafs have constantly tried to have a 1A, 2A. Mm-hmm. But they play them like 1A, 2B, 1A, 1B. And it just hasn't worked. This year, it seems like they are because Matt Murray seems to struggle when he gets a little bit too much game time. And Simsonov seems to be of that same. So they may actually... They could run into the Islanders issue, though, of years past where best 1A, 1B in the league, and then it's, well, who do you go in the playoffs? Because then things start to go bad. Do you go to the other guy because you've always done 1A, 1B, or do you – that that's putting the uh, cart way before, cart the, before horse, the horse, way down the line. But it is – that is the only problem in a 1A, 1B situation. They will get you to the playoffs, but you need one of them to take over. Like, look at – Who's won the cup the last, you could probably go almost decade. It wasn't 1A, 1B. It is 1A. You never see anybody else. But Colorado, when Kemper well, took a stick in the eye and then Francois had to play, I think it was four games, he won, I think, two of those, at least two of those games, if not three. What we so, what, what I say, backup has to do 500 for you. And luckily it, it worked out. But yeah, like. And the fact that they I, uh, they swept the Oilers didn't hurt. I don't think that's a bad problem, though, to have the 1A1B. As long as they communicate it early. Like, if both of them are healthy and you go, look, guys, we're going to do 1A1B. We're going to see what's going on. And then when it comes to the playoffs, we're going to go with who's hot at that time. Right. The, the hot moment hand. one of you slips, you need to understand it's not personal. We want the cup, and we cannot lose in the first round, so we've got to go to someone else. It's to the next person, and if they start to slide, we balance back. It's just it's a conversation that needs to be had and just reinforced of it's not whether or not you're bad or good. It's just this person's killing it, or you're starting to slide, so we're bringing in someone else. It's as simple as that, and goalies know that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing because literally the Islanders were, what, twice one goal away from making it to the Stanley Cup final in the last couple years. It's Mm -hmm. just when you look at who has won the cup, 
it has been a goalie. It, there hasn't been that 1A, 1B. And who knows, maybe this year we'll see the change on that because there's a couple teams that are kind of riding that situation. But Leafs have seemingly good goaltending right now. And that's scary for the league because uh, they they only have TJ Brody back. And the one thing that you and I, I, I will take credit that we were saying this before anybody else, the best thing that happened to the Leafs was their best defenseman getting injured. Mm-hmm. They're, the second that all their best defensemen got injured, they went from having like one of the worst shots against per game to one of the best in the league because the whole team stepped up. When you look at the defensive pairings, I saw it on one of the most controversial Twitter accounts you can follow. Um, I think it's the Oak Leaf. He <laughs> he posts he posts some spicy content. A lot of really good William Nylander uh, memes, though. I gotta credit him. Like my goodness, the amount of times that he snuck Willie into things. It's ooh, that's a sentence. Um, phrasing, Pat, but, phrasing. Hey, that was. Not on purpose. But what I was going to say was he posted something and it was the defensive pairings um, and how well they're performing. The top performing one, I believe, was Giordano and Lilgren, which is like good for them. That's awesome. The worst performing and it was out of nine game sample size, which is almost the sample size you want. You can't. You, ten is a better number overall. You know, that's why everyone's the last ten. Um, yeah. Last place was Riley Brody. They had the most goals allowed. They had the most, like, just, it just didn't look good. So it'll be interesting. And um, I think another thing that I read, and it summed it up pretty well, and again, I wish I, I wish I had this handy. It was, I sincerely wish that it wasn't all based on time in league or contract size, or this is what we've always done. So, because that's kind of what's going on with Riley. And in my opinion, I know it sucks that he's been hurt and, you know, other people have stepped up because they had to. They're performing better than him. And it shouldn't be, well, he's always been there, so we're going to put him back. They should be like, hey, well, you got to earn that back. Yeah. And I'm I think, sorry, but you got to fight for this now. And I, I hope that's what they do. And I feel like that's a bit of the Dubis Keefe system is, yeah, you've got to earn that back because if we see Marner or Nylander start to struggle. They get shoved down in the lines, yeah. and we've seen that in years past. Obviously, you're not going to do that to Marner right now when he is, what, 23 games in a row with a point, I believe is what he's sitting at right now, 23 or 22. So you don't you don't touch that. Like, the Leafs right now, they're honestly the hottest team in the league. They are in – just think back to the first, say, by week three of the season – we were talking about this team has got to do some major trades to fix problems. Mm-hmm. I we, think, were, we were like, they've got Jordy Ben and Victor Mete waiting in the wings. That is not good. And then meanwhile, Jordy Ben ended up being like their best defenseman until he got injured. Mete stepped in and been just a solid player for them. So it's the one that's been like, oh, okay has been Connor friggin' Timmins. Remember how I said I always liked him. I thought that I wanted Colorado to fight for him back. I sincerely wish that they went for him when uh, with Byram out. I feel like that would be a really solid fit at this point. But my goodness, he has shown that he's just like, I will play for you. I like I am healthy now. Let me show you how good I am. 
because he's been injured so much. So yep. I think he's finally, finally, finally healthy. And it's showing. Oh, my goodness. But one thing I wanted to bring up quickly, though. You mentioned Marner. He's on 23. Yep. I think it's wildly interesting that Jason Robertson, who was also chasing some pretty big point streak numbers, he has two points in his last five games. Ever since, since the... Uh... Since playing the Leafs and breaking his streak, he went zero, one assist, zero, one assist. Well, Dallas hasn't done too hot. They beat the Devils, what, last night? So if the team's not doing, like, it's just when Marner's point streak ends, mm-hmm. you'll probably see him go a couple games without getting something. Oh, and yeah. Then it'll, it'll start back. Whoops, sorry about that. It'll start back up. But, like, it's just the way it goes. He was, it's normal. Like, I'm not saying anything that it, like, oh, he's he's garbage now. Throw him in the trash. He's done. No, it's, that's a normal regression. Like, he was playing out of his mind, and he's probably tired. <laughs> I mean, he's still within three goals of Connor McDavid at this point. Yeah. What's really interesting is how quietly Nikita Kucherov has just put up 42 points this season. Well, that's what happens when you have the second most assists in the league. Because, by the way, Connor McDavid is also leading in assists with 33. The fact that he's at 59 points and it's not even Christmas is dumb. That is stupid. And his teammate is at 51. Okay, cool. (laughs) You just play your own version of hockey and somehow still lose. But (laughs) we we said Campbell was the wrong person to go after. And Leaf fans were like, he's so good. And we're like, "Ah." I want to see him him play. That's the thing. We want to see him succeed. I said last year that I didn't trust Campbell's numbers because he had not played a full 82 game season as a starter. And sure enough, it's starting to show. And I'm like, again, I would love to see him succeed. Like you just said, I don't like, I don't hold ill will, but I was just like, he's a backup goaltender. Do not put him like he's he'll do one, a one B fine. They'll split starts. He might be able to get through 30, maybe 40 games, but no, I, yeah, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so I mentioned to the, uh, this to you earlier. I found something uh, pretty interesting on um, Instagram, and it is the last 82 regular season games and a collection of players and their points in their last 82 games. Not the last 82 games of the season, just their last 82 games played. Cause obviously injuries that kind of changes things. Yep. Um, I'm going to fire off some names and remember, so it's 82, their last 82. Yeah. And I want you to guess quickly, just shoot from the hip. How many points you think that they have in their last 82? Ooh. Yes. So I am going to start backwards because I want to end on a solid one. Zuccarello. Uh, 93. Close, 92. Oh! Jake Gensel. 65. 96. Oh! Kevin Fiala. Well, based on how this is going, we'll, we'll say 98. 95. Okay, so they're all in the 90s so far. Yep. Kyle Connor. 104? 96. 
Oh, but his is almost all goals, though. I swear to God, he just scores ridiculous amount of goals. Forty-three goals, fifty-three assists. Wow. Yeah, Tage Thompson. Um, this one has been shown. No, ninety-six. Okay. Eighty-two. Um, now this one is fun. Matthew Kachuk. He's got to be above a hundred. He's killing it so far this year. Uh one oh seven. 120. Wow. 120 in 82 games. Wow. Um, Jason Robertson in 82. 91? Ooh, 99. Ah, Gretzky. Uh, Darlene, Rasmus Darlene. In 82 games. 65. 71. Oh, wow. That's crazy for a defenseman. Yeah. And finally... 82 games, Jack Hughes. Oh, I got to think back. Uh, he'll be above a point per game. 97? Ah, you overshot. 92. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go yeah. Connor McDavid for the last one because I was going to be like, uh, uh, 160? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but the 120 for Matt Kachuk, that was yeah. the one that I was just like, hang on a second, what? <laughs> oh, I saw something earlier this week, and he set a new – Panthers record for 25 games in ahead of uh, Huberdeau and uh, Pavel Bure for the most points like 25 games into a season and it was just he we all over or underestimated um, I think him it's just too bad that Florida is kind of not playing the best right now yeah yeah he has 39 points right now which you know that's pretty solid in how many games 28 games that's pretty good um, pretty good, I say, with it being 11 points over a point per game, like I'm some kind of, like, expert. <laughs> We're talking uh, points, goals, and assists. There is one thing we have to touch on, and that is the guy who is currently uh, sitting fifth in the league for goals, quietly scored his 20th goal of the season. No, I'm not talking Bo Horvat, who the Canucks have basically said he's going to be traded uh, Alex Ovechkin scores oh, yeah. goal uh, 798, 799, and goal 800. He hat to goal 800. I sent you this one earlier today, and I wish I had because it is the craziest stat. I got to read it here. Ovechkin went from 700 to 800 goals in 162 games. There's only been two players uh, or three players now in history to go above or to hit 800. It took Wayne Gretzky 231 games from 700 to 800 and Gordie Howe 256. So he is on a 70-game faster pace. So I, he's going to pass Gordie Howe. That one's inevitable. Yeah, like he is, un, unless there is some really unfortunate injury, he is going to And I'm gonna pull, through that. I'm going to pull this one up on the screen. I don't think I sent it to you. Uh, it's on Reddit right now near the top. Uh, somebody created a the goals that Ovechkin has scored against every team. Maybe if you don't look at it first, we'll, we'll play it. Or do, do you pull it up? I already saw that one. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I love how they have to put the asterisks for the Winnipeg Jets and Atlanta Winnipeg, Thrashers Atlanta. because he yeah. destroyed Atlanta. And, like, we have to remember there was a, a period of time where there wasn't, like... <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the one that... Honestly, it makes me kind of happy to see Colorado so low. 
I gotta say, like, you know, you know, when you're watching highlights at the end of the season and you're like, oh no, when you see your team get just demolished by a I'm goal. I'm like, so used to that, Pat. Well, same. For some reason, every year somebody was just like, I'm gonna become just I don't know, Pavel Datsuk and Pavel Burr and all the Pavels, all including Zaka, all at once. Just I know, right? <laughs> And we're just going to make everybody look really, really stupid on the Colorado Avalanche. That is just uh, so it was good to see that they weren't that high on the list. Honestly, to me, the craziest part is Columbus only 21 and Boston 28. Detroit, I think they would still technically be in the West Coast for some of his career. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot less. But like it just goes to show he just absolutely ate, has eaten the Atlantic Metro and whatever it was called before alive. Like you got to feel bad for St. Louis because he has destroyed them as a West coast team as well. It's disgusting. Yeah. And like, obviously I know that they haven't played Colorado that much. I know that. So obviously his numbers are going to be lower, but at the same time you look at Minnesota and you know, there's 17 goals there. So you know, makes me feel better. It's 17, right? I just remembered that one because I had a spite. Uh, Minnesota, yeah, 17. <laughs> so, uh, Ovi's only played 23 games against the Avs. The fact that he has 10 goals is ridiculous. Mm, poo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Why'd you do that? <laughs> Why? Same amount against you... the Coyotes. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Okay, I, okay. I... I was just like, I'm sitting here and I'm just like watching you do things. The most riveting podcast. Watch Brian search things up. Some of these are just ridiculous. <laughs> like he is at a .5 goal per game against Columbus. And then just just because, we'll look at Tampa because he scored 50 against them. He has 50 goals in 77 games. Okay, so I don't feel as bad now. Okay, good, 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 good. What? Yeah, he just decided he was just like, Vasilevsky, you want to <laughs> say you're the best goaltender in the world. Let me show you what the best scorer in the world is. Probably the craziest stat in all of this for me is one of them's a shorthanded goal. Why was he on yeah. the penalty kill? Was yeah. the whole injured or in the box maybe that was the game where like the entirety of the team fought each other remember <laughs> when like tom wilson slammed uh panarin to the ice oh yeah i don't think he was playing that game uh, no still, i don't think he was playing that game i think he was injured yeah shoot okay i'm just i don't know yeah anyway like it's clearing brawl that's the only reason he was out there because they're like i don't know i guess you're playing anyway we're we're kind of going with all this is that the the talk of Ovi catching gretzky yeah it's it's legit i still stand by my statement that i don't think he'll do it he can slow down his pace this year and he still stands a good chance of it like that's what's crazy he'll be number two no matter what and mm-hmm. there is a chance that he becomes number two uh, Thursday night or Saturday night. Honestly, I hope what's it's Saturday the, night. What's the bar? Uh, what, what does he have to get over? Uh, uh, I can't remember. Because I know that Gretzky's like 896 or something like 801 that. 801 for Gordie Howe. Oh, yeah. No, that. Yeah, he'll pass that. If he doesn't pass that, come on. 
and eight ninety four for Gretzky. So I would oh, I would love for um, Ovi to tie it against the Stars and break it Saturday night at home against the Leafs. When Samsonov is in net. Oh yeah, like come on, it's Samsonov's first game back in Washington. Of course, of course he's gonna put it through. He's gonna get another hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, the uh, the caps and pens don't play for a while, so like it would that would be one of those cool things to see it happen against Crosby. But yeah, the only way that would happen would be again, like I said, unfortunately, bad injury. an injury. Yeah, yeah, an injury that would knock him out for a while. So let's hope that he breaks it long before the pens. Russian uh, machine never breaks for a reason, Pat. I mean, it broke for a little bit, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I, I want to quickly talk, you, you quickly talked about the devils. I want to quickly talk about the avalanche. They're kind of getting healthy again. And that makes me happy because they've won two games in a row. Now that the bar is so low with how injured everybody is. But the one thing that I want to say about this team is I really like foodie. <laughs> he is playing so well. He like, he feels like um, Abe Kubel in the playoffs, going into the corners, doing all the the gritty work. He puts in ev- like there's a fir- there's the first effort, then there's the second, there's third, the fourth, the fifth. Like he just he'll be falling on his knees, on his butt, passing it, like doing whatever he can to get the puck moving. He is he's gonna score. I can't believe he hasn't. If you've seen any of the games or caught any clips or watched the don't tell me the scores that uh, we watch every day, he is doing so much work out there. He is working on the ice. And uh, yeah, I hope that he earns a fourth line spot. At least I think that he'll be a fantastic player as long as he keeps that work ethic up. And once McKinnon comes back and really starts grilling him i feel like because that's i feel one of the reasons why makar is so good is because of mckinnon's work ethic to push other players i feel that uh, foodie wants to be there and he's trying to prove it and i think he just needs some work on finishing and if there's a person that can help him i feel like it could be mckinnon once he's healthy well and don't look now but the abs are officially back in a playoff spot so as long like you guys all you have to do it's the same thing we said last year when you had your injury struggles was just just stay afloat because yep. you'll get there, and at this rate, like as long as the Avs can get some separation, then they don't have to worry about players coming back and being not a hundred percent. Yeah, well, even still, like I feel like they can, they can let people heal probably up until I want to say All Star break. Like coming back from it, I feel like as long as they keep playing, you know, lose two, win one, yeah. lose three, win two. I know it's not the greatest record, but if they come back healthy after the all-star break, then it'll be like win 12, lose one. <laughs> <laughs> as long they as you don't pull a Buffalo. Yeah. Win but 10, lose 13. And... Okay. But you know, come on, come on. <laughs> I don't know. It's, It'll be interesting. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough to say, again, with the apathy that I have of it from winning a cup, which is such a wonderful <laughs> privilege that I, the world that I'm living in right now. Um, it just doesn't bother me. If, if they don't make it, they don't make it. It's Injuries suck, and it's been such a tough year. It's just like, well, it's not because they're not skilled. They just got really friggin' hurt. 
You'll oh, make well, it in. That, that I guarantee you, like, you guys will make it into the playoffs. Um, it's the only thing that might cause a bit of a wrinkle is Winnipeg having a resurgence this year because everybody yeah. thought that it was going to be Dallas, Colorado, St. Louis in oh, whatever I'm order is one, two, three. But you've also got Winnipeg, who's up there now, and Nashville. Like, St. Louis Oof. was one of the worst teams in the league. Mind you, they're back to a bad record, so that's kind of helping everybody out west right now. But I want to ask you your thoughts. So, um, just about a couple days ago, um, Nashville put Tolvin in. Yes. Um, they were a uh, first-round draft pick um, for the Nashville Predators, and it just he kept coming up, going down, coming up, going down for years. I think it was about six years ago he was drafted into the league. And he they put him on waivers, and everyone was like, oh, he's going to be scooped. And sure enough, he was. And he was picked up by Seattle. Do you think that he is going to find his game in Seattle? That's interesting because everything that I've heard, and I believe it was Friedman or Merrick that I heard talking about this, was that they basically didn't want to waive somebody who was waiver eligible that is playing well instead of being like, well, he's not playing. So they're supporting the team and it sucks for yep. uh, him, but he's off to Seattle. He's going to have to fight for a spot there. Mm -hmm. uh, he is very one dimensional. He scores the puck. He does that well. Um, but for those that don't know him, He's like JT Miller, except he might skate a little bit more. So, okay. and who knows? Maybe it's one of those moves that it will force some competition between him and Shane Wright after the World Juniors if they want to try and get Shane Wright back in, being like, this is the guy you have to catch and get ahead of. Mm -hmm. So, it never hurts to have the extra player. Maybe he's kind of coming in as that, like, well, we don't have Shane Wright now to call up and play, so... The world sit up, years, sit yeah. up in the press box, and we'll call you if we need you. But he was gonna get it's, he was gonna get claimed. He's not, unfortunately, he's not gonna be like this crazy. Oh my god, I can't believe it's. I don't see that happening. But hey, I'd love to be proved wrong. I just don't mm -hmm. see it. I'm hopeful that he is the beneficiary of uh, change is good. Uh, good change of scenery is something that'll help him. Uh, I kind of look at that like uh, Yessi Pugliarvi. I hope that uh, he, I hope he's traded. Uh, it's going to be hard to offload him, but I hope he's traded um, because I think that he needs to get away from superstars. And I think that that was a little bit of Tolvanen as well is that You've got a superstar of Philip Forsberg and obviously Roman Yossi. Like, you've got these really, really talented players. And that's a little, like, and when I say talented, it's more than just, like, your your basic players. Like, nothing against, the, the but, like, the, the B-level players. But, like, Forsberg, he's an A-level, in my opinion. He's a fantastic hockey player. Roman Yossi, obviously, is an A-plus player. Yep. And to have that sort of holy crap, these are the people I'm with, that can get into your head. Whereas Seattle, I d don't think they have an A player. No, they're... they're they will. Seattle is, they basically, the way they're built right now reminds me of Vegas year one. It's mm -hmm. the Island of Misfit Toys, except this, like, they've had a chance to kind of mesh and grow, and Grubauer's actually not playing like the worst goaltender in the league who wasn't playing for the New Jersey Devils. Mm -hmm. So... 
who yeah like the the only thing is why we bring it up Puliarvi as much as it's McDavid and Drysidle I also think he doesn't like the Canadian media because Edmonton especially True. is so bad like everybody's like Toronto's got the worst market have you seen the Edmonton writers and the stuff that they say oh my god they're just there needs to be an overhaul of Canadian media. Um, they need to do an audit and be like, okay, Steve Simmons, first of all, you get <laughs> fired into the sun. Um, just the sun would the reject him. Oh my God. They'd be like, Ooh, you're too racist for this. Um, <laughs> come on. The Wayne Simmons comments, plain and simple. And he didn't apologize. He yeah, went to for excuses. Screw that man. He doesn't deserve to be even called media. He's trash. Anyway, um, they need to be fully overhauled, especially in Edmonton and Toronto. Calgary, you don't they don't make too many waves there. Um, Vancouver is eh, again nothing really too crazy. Ottawa needs to find some. Uh, <laughs> Ottawa's <laughs> so, like well, not Ottawa, the NHL apparently uh Batman's like whichever team wins, you better include Ryan Reynolds. So I mean Yeah, no kidding. <sighs> but yes, it's uh, the media is, is that's the reason why there's the no trade clauses. That's why players don't want to come and play in Canada because it's not a microscope that they're playing under. It's the coals that they have to walk across every single time they go on the ice. They are just under constant scrutiny. Whereas you look at the other teams. Yeah, there's going to be question of like people questioning skills and kind of pushing people, but not to this level. You look at the Rangers, there's nothing really even close to this. It's and, bad. And you've got to be, like, not even Henrik Lundqvist, who was the most, like, famous Ranger we've seen in forever. He probably barely got recognized on the streets. Like, he might could, be odd wait, time because he's on. a very handsome man. I was going to say he would at but, least like, get stopped. It's, it's <laughs> New York. There's bigger, there's bigger fish in the city. You've got the Yankees there. You've got uh, everything else going on. So, like... Yeah. Toronto, people know who the Marlies players are if they run into them. It's like, uh, come on. Yeah, it's it's a very different world, unfortunately, for those players. But um, I also want to point out Karel Vamelka is Karel Vamelkaing and just proving that his uh, his expected goals. That's really the the big number that everybody keeps kind of. When they talk about him in in the in the limelight, his expected goals for he is playing out of his mind better than what they were expected. I think they was at like four or five per game, and he's putting up like two or three, and that's a massive, massive, massive. He's getting more expensive for Buffalo to try and get. Yeah, but you know what? Buffalo needs a goalie, and I'm looking at that. <sighs> I Do don't know, him, Labushkin. Why not <laughs> him and Labushkin? Do you have anything else you want to touch on, or do you want to hop into Games of the Week? Oh, I've got my DJ Airhorn at the ready. Let's talk about some Games of the Week with our janky intro. I really have <laughs> to fix that. <laughs> what? One you day. don't like the DJ Airhorn? Come on. <laughs> no, I can do the DJ Airhorn. We'll just make it sound. Oh, yeah, we'll figure it out in the future. Uh, we both kind of whiffed this week, if we're being yeah. if we're being honest. Um, there was far better games. We didn't pick them. <laughs> no, you you picked a shutout for Minnesota, which well done. Ugh. 
And Gross. I think my game what was it two one? I don't even remember. Yeah, it was uh so you had uh Monday, December twelfth, Dallas versus Pittsburgh, two one Pittsburgh. Woohoo, that's old school Dallas is what that felt like. Yeah. Um and then I had Minnesota and Vancouver, which is a Saturday at ten PM game, and that was three nothing Minnesota. I thought I was gonna be just a blowout and it turned out that it was just a bore out. So <laughs> neat. <laughs> Not much. I don't. I have nothing to add for that game. I looked at the highlights and I was just like, "Oh, is this only three goals? Is that the whole highlight package?" Cool. Like <laughs> they, well, they didn't have. They didn't want to just keep showing JT Miller messing up. So I mean, there's that. Yeah. Uh, I'll start for this week just because uh, we know we're not on the same day because we do talk at least about what day it is before we do this. Uh, mm-hmm. Sunday. So mm-hmm. we have five games on Sunday. Can you guess what it is? It should be pretty obvious. I think it might be the one that I was looking at earlier, um, but I might be wrong. So I was going to say Winnipeg versus Seattle. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's that looks like a good game. I think that'll be an awesome game. It's uh, honestly the best game of the day, just the, w- the way the two teams are playing. Like, you've heard us talk about the Kraken already. And... and- Winnipeg, Winnipeg. like, if you want to see a team that is going to put up a ridiculous amount of goals, the Jets are good at that. And we've seen the Kraken put up nine and let in eight. So, uh, fingers fingers crossed I pick another big winner here. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I literally, I had that one written down and then I deleted it because I, uh, like I told you, I, I thought to myself, you know, I shouldn't just go with the one that I saw right away on Sunday. I'm going to look throughout the rest of the week. So I went to Monday. <laughs> Big jump there. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Monday, December 19th at 10 p.m. Because Ooh. I'm that jerk. And it is Buffalo versus Vegas for two reasons. One, it is obviously Eichel against his old team, which means he's going to score so many goals. And this He's one's in ju- Vegas. So it's this yeah. is the tuck return. So this is the tuck return. So he is re-tucking. But do you like the, the hand motion, the scoop for a tuck? For those that don't know what a tuck is, a t- no, I'm not going to get into it because it is it will get us in trouble. Um, <laughs> Just so, watch Drag Race. There you go. They explain. There's duct tape involved. Anyways, uh... I think it'll be a really good game because they kind of humiliated Buffalo last time at home. And Eichel did that sort of cheeky salute to them. I think Tage Thompson is going to come in and be like, I'm going to kill everyone. And I'm going to put up six goals in one game. That's the thing with Buffalo right now, though, is you just don't know what team is going to show up. They are, like, if the Sabres from the early season shows up, you don't stand a chance. But, mm-hmm. it, well, I guess even if they do, they, they'll still let in umpteen dozen goals because their goaltenders are not very good. They should be calling Although Arizona Anderson, every day. Anderson, well, they're going to be in the desert. Uh, Anderson had his first shutout since I think I saw it was 2019. So... You know, good for him. Honestly, that's kind of awesome. Like, he's 42,000 years old. But um, 
you know, it's good for him for doing that. But no, I think I think this will be a spicy game. Yeah, um, and a six nothing win where Tage Thompson scored twice. Yeah, so that's huge. But no, oh my think, god, I'm think... just looking. Sorry, they scored six in the third. All their goals came in the third. Yeah, we didn't choose that one. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm going now with the safe bet of Buffalo. Every there, week, Buffalo. There is a 70% chance that that game is going to be some kind of poop show. And I'm really, really excited to see what's going to happen. Because you know they're going to be mad about what happened last time. This is their this is their chance for redemption. And they're feeling good right now. And Tage is feeling it. So Wow. And uh, Vegas recently won a game 6-5 against Winnipeg. So... I. I don't know. All signs points to it's either going to be a just a mess or somehow it's going to be one nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like the Dal or the uh, Devils Avs game earlier this year. Exactly. It's just going to be two teams that you're like, I guess. All right. Cool. That was uninspiring, but sure. <laughs> well, I got nothing to add. Uh, I'm sniffling a lot more and more as we keep talking here. So I apologize to everybody. Yeah, nobody likes to hear snorking. Come on, man. I, I've muted my mic. You hear it? Oh, Little okay. Pat hears it. I mute my mic so nobody else can hear it. Thank you so much for making sure that I can still hear that lovely, lovely <laughs> nasal decongestion. Well, oh. if I mute everything, then it, the issue is, is it may not turn back on. So That's fair. Anything okay, to so. add, Pat, before I hit the stop button? Uh, not a ton, but we're getting close to the holiday, the end of the holiday season. So hopefully, uh, other people have shopped. I haven't, um, I haven't, I, my wife yeah, has, you know, that's, that's what other things are for, but not only like for me, uh, mine begins this weekend. Uh, I have multiple birthdays this weekend and on Sunday, it is the first night of Hanukkah. So for those that are celebrating Hanukkah, um enjoy it uh it's it's always fun i i'm really new to it my wife is jewish and uh it's it's fascinating to to jump into new traditions and and see that stuff so uh for those celebrating a, a wonderful and happy hanukkah to all of those that observe it and uh we should be back next week before uh christmas and well um, so uh, screw that i'll talk about that later <laughs> yeah we can do that then i'm on morning show on the the next day but we can still do it okay we'll find a time all right say bye pat bye pat